But then, just then, a funny thing happened on his way to Damascus. Okay, <laughs> and here's the thing. You really didn't want to play this as a seizure and switching religions. Right? <laughs> you really want it to be like, oh, and then he's like, whoa. You don't want it to be like, <laughs> no, my cousin does that. I I know what that is. You're supposed to pretend it's magic. Gotta put a thing, popsicle stick on his tongue. Don't touch him. <laughs> Lean him on his side. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because we filled in the ovals with a number three pencil. I'm your host, Noah Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. You know who's going to heaven? Who's that? Martin Shkreli. <laughs> and this week's movie will explain exactly why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it will. And sitting 81 miles to my right is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I am fantastic. Are you sure? Are you? Oh, yeah. I watched this movie with you and uh, feel like it would have taken more than 24 hours to recover. So, okay, so tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched Paul, Apostle of Christ. It's the story of nothing happens. It's not, absolutely, it's do less the movie. The whole time, it's just like, hey, Paul, you're the fucking title should we do a thing no <laughs> do less pop back down god is love <laughs> nothing uh, yeah yeah no I, I i fully endorse and eli how bad was this movie well if you love tales of adventure sacrifice and the power of the human spirit but you hate hearing them first or even secondhand, you <laughs> love this movie. It's it's a movie about a secondhand account of a guy's nominally exciting life. The only way for this to be more boring would for it to be a podcast about watching a movie. Yeah, the boredom in this movie has exponents. It's really hard to calculate exactly how boring it was. Because I thought when we went to this that this was going to be the story of Acts, which... That's pretty boring, but it's not. It's the story of Acts being written. <laughs> in Acts, yeah. Yeah. It would be like advertising a movie about the Crimean War, but then you get there and it's just Alfred Tennyson brainstorming words that rhyme with hundred. <laughs> Here's how boring this movie was. I wear a heart monitor all the time because I'm dying. <laughs> yes. And my wife gets notifications if my heart rate drops really, really suddenly so that she'll know she's rich now and has to stop pretending that podcasting's a job. And she, I was so bored during this movie that my heart rate dangerously dropped. And she texted me during the movie being like, hey, are you dead? I have a boat and a Jamaican capoeira instructor to meet. <laughs> and I was That's like, a no. That's true story. No. <laughs> and Noah saw it. Noah saw it. I was, yeah. He was like, what's going on? I was like, nah, it's just my heart. One star is trying to kill me halfway through this movie. It's <laughs> just like, oh, come on, man. It's not <laughs> worth pumping blood for this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, I also found a good demonstration of how boring this movie was. It wasn't life threatening, but um, on the IMDb trivia page for it, they have two items. And one of them is, and I sh this is seven of nine people found this interesting. This was the item. <laughs> Paul of Taran, Paul the Apostle, and Saul of Tarsus are one man. 
<laughs> they were the same the whole time. Yeah, exactly right, right. That's how little this movie has going on. Hey, guys, turns out Mike, Michael, and Mikey are all one dude. <laughs> Jesus. Seven out of nine liked it. They liked it. <laughs> Great. All right, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to say best worst um, migratory accents. It's crazy. So you know how Roman people in 67 AD were... British, Irish, and American, but like all at once. So yeah, they'd right. rotate like every few words, but also like add countries every so often. Yeah. Well, this movie took their historical accuracy very seriously. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Best worst accents from the guys who've watched the communist accent movies. All of them. Jesus. It was it was really bad. It was like it was they had like a any accent will do kind of an attitude when it came to the Romans. Um I was gonna go with Best worst profundity. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, throughout this movie, this whole movie is Luke in a prison saying, so Paul, you got any more wisdom? I, I was going to write it down in this book, but Paul never said anything wise, right? So they've got nothing to work with. He's like, well, good is better than ba bad. You know when you're a little too stoned with your friends and then this amazing sentence comes into your head yeah. and you're like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Dip the balloon in icy cold water. And everyone's like, what? And you're like, no, <laughs> It fucked me up when I thought it. So, no. I'm going to workshop it. Just give, me, give me like 10 minutes. Give me yeah, is, everyone, back. is everyone mad at me? <laughs> now, you have to tell me. Show me your dick. <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with best worst child sacrifice. Every time this movie gets bored, it kills a, a child. Yes! Yes! <laughs> this movie will occasionally, it's like they had four dead kids and they were like, all right, and we'll just, movie's 120 minutes long, one every 30 minutes. Great. Got it. There's another one. Oh Perfect. my God, that's exactly it. Every time they, instead of having action beats, they had dead kid beats. You're right. All right, well, it's going to be tricky to fill another episode with a movie where nothing happens. So while we figure out what the hell we're going to talk about, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we'll break down all the underlit sneaking that is Paul, Apostle of Christ. Hey, folks, Eli Bosnick here. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we did an ad for our new sponsor, ForHims.com. And many of you reached out to ask, what the heck did you just advertise? Yeah, and we understand your confusion. With copy points like a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men, many of you wondered just what the heck they sell over there. So we spoke to our friends over at forhims.com and today we get to be a lot more direct. We're talking about dick pills. And hair pills. That's right, dick pills. Not the bullshit pseudoscience herbal supplements crap, real dick pills. You know, those pills for your dick. And your hair. Those two, because when we say things like medical grade solutions, real doctors offering well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair, we mean dick pills. Yes, that dick pill or hair pills again. R right. Now, some of you might be thinking, Eli, I don't need dick pills. My dick works fine. Well, let me tell you my experience. That is only my experience. My dick works way better with dick pills because it's a dick pill that makes my dick work better. Did you hate that sentence you just heard? Well, we hated writing it. It's like a fun code. 
And while there are two brand names we could say right now that would make you go, ooh, those dick pills and hair pills, we can't say those. No, we right, can't. right. So just think of those names and you'll go, ooh, cool. Uh, I can get the generic equivalent of that stuff online now from a real doctor? Yeah, you can. That's what 4hams.com does. And then they send that shit to your door. And then, in my personal experience, which is only my experience, your dick is like, remember what it was like to be 17? Uh, that? No, not. Well. For the record, that's also my experience with Eli's dick. So if you'd like to order now, <laughs> our listeners get a trial month of 4hams for just $5 today right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Just go to 4hims.com slash gam. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash G-A-M. 4hims.com slash gam. Dick pills. And hair pills. They're fucking awesome. Paul. Luke, my boy, so good of you to come all the way to this dingy Roman prison to see me. Yeah, I had to, Paul. This will be my last opportunity to preserve your wisdom for the future. So uh, I brought a quill, uh, ink, and parchment with me to write it all down. Wow, how did you get that into the prison? Don't worry about it. Okay, uh, moving on. So uh, what do you need from me? Just some wisdom. Gonna write it down. Uh, okay, just... Any old wisdom? Yep, any wisdom. Okay, uh, right uh, right here on the spot. Uh, yep. Here we go. You got wisdom. this. Um, a penny saved is worth two in the bush. Wait, fuck that up. Hold on. Okay. Hand in the bush is better if she shaves. Nope. Not right. Did, you, you really want me to write that one down? or No, I do Felt not. Like you, okay, you got, you got something. You got woman something. Woman okay, you go. got that. All right, shake it out. <sighs> All right, sorry. Been in the... Dark, so here we go. Right. All right, no, cool. where there is evil, this is going to be a good one. Here we go. Where there is evil, mm. there should be good. Um, that's it. Okay, yeah. No, I guess I'll write that one down. That's better than the, the first. That didn't two. seem great. Okay, no. uh, here we go. Uh, where there is hatred, there is unhatred too. Sometimes. Uh. Most of the time. Most of the time? Okay. Most of the time. Mm, Ooh, I, did that, you know Jesus? It, I got Aren't caught you? up on the opposite of the word hatred. Uh, okay. So yeah, no, that's tricky. Wait, got a good one. Here okay. we go. Drink more Ovaltine. Okay. I'm just going to shove these writing utensils back up my ass and head out, if you don't mind. Yeah. No, you know what? Honestly, I have a lot of uh, dying. So go. Good to see you. Good to see you, though, mm -hmm. buddy. Mm. Yeah, you too. You too. Just, you know, maybe think think some ahead next time so I don't Abs have to I, come down. I, well, like know, give, give me a, that's my bad. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start off with a solid 10 minutes of expository text before we actually start the damn movie. The expository <laughs> text tells you the story of an interesting movie that happened before this movie. And it's <laughs> it's just a little too long which is really great it's just a little <laughs> right because you, you everyone's used to that like in the beginning before the morlocks and the gorlocks but it's just yeah. like it's just three screens too long so that you're like oh uh oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I was oh, expecting okay. it to end with like anyway <laughs> yeah so, so what we're learning is that 
Nero, this is Rome, 67 AD. Nero burned, and keep that in mind when we see the Colosseum later. Um, Nero burned a lot of Christians because the, they set the city on fire. Actually, he set the city on fire and then blamed them. Ooh, that Nero. Uh, also, Luke is entering Rome to recover the last of Paul's wisdom. And we learned here that the Romans were burning Christians in the street mm-hmm. to, like, light the street. And <laughs> I didn't think this was real, but apparently it was real. Well, no, it no. They, they, <laughs> under Nero, they did persecute Christians. They did kill Christians, but there's no evidence that they like. I mean, they just had a big fire. Why would you light a bunch of people on fire in your city? <laughs> okay, good. That makes me feel way better because the practicality of that decision. <laughs> of just, all right, everyone, hit me out. We uh, we hate the Christians. Yeah, we hate the Christians. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna use them as street lamps from now on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. We, we've been using oil. It's going really well. It's like a lot easier, I feel like, than the thing you're describing. Uh, when, no, no, when you burn a bunch of humans, what you want to make sure is that they're evenly spaced along the street. <laughs> Just teams of Boy Scouts getting all frustrated. Like, dude, no, you got to stack them like a teepee. You got to angle, you got to get four or five and angle them up so there's an airflow under. And have the fat guy at the bottom. They catch Noah. They're like, yes, this fucking guy. Awesome. <laughs> I'm an atheist. Damn. Damn it. Please. And you're so dry. Also, by the way, and they, they <laughs> fucked this, you know, the historical accuracy is out the window early and often in this movie. But according to Tacitus, when Nero persecuted the Christians, he would have them covered in like stinky animal hides and then torn apart by dogs. And I'm like, well, why didn't we just that would have been way better. <laughs> I would have got my 12 bucks worth if we had done that. But anyway, so as we're seeing all this, we're also seeing Luke sneakily sneak. That's going to be a lot of this movie. Yep. So sneakily sneak that like I was like, hey, if he pulls out an, an Assassin's Creed blade, I am back in <laughs> yeah, this movie. Right. I'm just saying it right now. <laughs> and that's Jim Caviezel, right? Yeah. He, he's yeah. the guy who was Jesus in, in Passion. And yep. yeah, he's Luke in this one. At one point in this scene, he walks up to one of the, it's supposed to be one of the humans that's that's burning <laughs> To light the street, but it's they had they used like a fuck doll gimp to burn it, and, and yeah. Jim Caviezel recognizes it. You can see in his eye, he's like, Oh, that was the model that I thought about. Model okay. 407A, huh? <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, they, so then we get the title screen, you know, and it's just, and it, it, we have him sneaking around Rome, and it's just so like the, the message is clearly, Oh, Rome, always trading slaves and burning Christians. It's so good. <laughs> it's, get your idols here, idols, bad religion, <laughs> slaves, debauchery, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> Cover your neighbor's ass right over here. We've got a booth for that. Yeah. I'm also apparently a Pug and <laughs> I don't have that many voices. <laughs> so. Also, I can't see the movie. No. There's, there's, <laughs> throughout the movie, I can't see the movie, especially right now. Like, are they going to try to light the whole thing with, with corpses that are lit on fire? I'm thinking to myself, like, that's not a good realistic. idea. Yeah, exactly. And now, look, not a lot happens in this movie. So, one of the things that I've decided to do on this particular podcast is let you know what happened in me and Noah's movie theater because <laughs> while nothing might have happened in this movie our theater was an adventure and a half the guy in front of me really? for instance at this point yes. brought a trash bag full of leaves and he was <laughs> going through it to find his loose penny yes. collection or at least that's what I assume based on the amount of noise he began to make <laughs> there was a woman to my left that was literally opening a package of Twizzlers throughout the film <laughs> so much so that the 
guy who always comes to these Christian movies, like, I know that guy, turned to her about 45 minutes into yes. the Twizzler debacle and was like, you have to stop or I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was like the whole theater was taking revenge on Eli for all the shit he does during room noise. <laughs> Excellent. There were like five people in my theater, but I actually had a guy with a bag. Like, I'm not even making this what? up. Like, a pretty sure homeless guy, but like, or maybe almost homeless collection of bags <laughs> like and he definitely he decided to reorganize to like autobiographical <laughs> or some alphabetical or whatever during the movie yeah amazing all right so yeah so the luke commando raid shit goes on forever in this fucking movie as he sneaks through rome and eventually he makes his way to the secret christian hideout where we're going to meet aquilo and priscilla who apparently run the christian hideout Right. And their Christian hideout is based on, hey, are you a Christian? Yes. Sure. Come on in. Yep. <laughs> exactly. They're showing him around. They're like, yeah, so this is, you know, all the people we just we just let him in. He's like, you let anybody in who just like says they like Jesus, you know, like half of these people are spies, right? Like we're all going to get killed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, we trust in God. So. So anyway, so Luke goes, goes in there. He meets up with Aquilo and Priscilla. These characters are going to be completely fucking useless, but we're going to spend a lot of time with them, so I might as well mention them. Oh, God. They will have the same conversation over and over and <laughs> over again with no consequence. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a consequence. But <laughs> we'll get there at the end. So yeah, no, but that's the central conflict of this film, right? Like is... We don't know whether to stay in Rome and be killed or leave and not be killed. That's a conversation they have, what, like eight times? Just so like at least him being like, yeah, so the entire city's on fire and uh, they're trying to genocide all of us, like as a group. Uh, should we leave? And his wife's like, no. Yes. <laughs> That's the conversation we get the whole time. Yep. That Again, central conflict in the film. Um, it's like a trip to Ikea with my wife, but slightly better, right? But slightly better. Cause at least, <laughs> at least are, you, are you sure you don't want that? We've already discussed that. I don't want that. We've established. I don't want that. Hi, I'm so many fun. Like Machterer. you guys know that there's an, it seems like you all speak English here. So it's crazy. You wouldn't just call it the, the brown table. Again. <laughs> it's fine. I'll find my way back into your maze. There's a minotaur in there. Does he work here? <laughs> So, yeah, so Luke uh, doctors a few folks up and then we go to Paul's prison to check in on him. Now, I have to say the entire soundtrack of this film is cellos warming up and haunted house screams. Yes. All, this was the second time I wrote haunted house scream in my notes when we went to this prison. <laughs> there is a lot of just Whoa, in the background of this movie. Yep. And they're just walking in those like weird, dark tunnel hallways that they have in all yeah. these things. I want to see those hallway torches go out in movies like this. They never go out. <laughs> right? And then just like the guy who has to relight them, like in this movie, it would be he'd be just dragging around a giant corpse, chopping off little pieces <laughs> trying to relight <laughs> torches. So... Yeah, okay, so they, they, they grab Paul and they drag him out into the sunlight and we, you know, we have the whole, oh, he's been in the darkness for so long. This is also where we're gonna, where we're gonna meet the Roman prefect... Yes. That, all right. This character, first of all, his name is Mauritius. I found that on IMDb by going through the alphabetical list of actors one by one until I recognized this guy. <laughs> That's how hard it was to track down the character's goddamn name. 
Yeah, he looks and sounds like Antonio Banderas fucked a Mario Goomba. <laughs> well, for some scenes, it, it evolves. It yeah. evolves heavily. Right. Yeah, he's definitely right. got a Spanish accent in this scene, though. In this scene, he's like, <laughs> yeah. Hello, Paul of Tarsus. How are you? <laughs> you kill my father. Prepare yeah. to die. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I had him down as even meltier Eric Roberts most of the way through my notes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he drags Paul out and he's like, yeah, you're sentenced to die for burning down Rome. And of course, Paul's innocent, but Mauritius knows that. And he's like, yeah, but I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to punish the emperor. So, you know, right. This is also where we got the ticking clock of this movie, which is we're going to behead you eventually. Yeah, when we get around to it, <laughs> the broken clock that'll be right eventually. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, now we're done with Paul, at least for a moment. We have to go back to the Christian hideout where they're hooking Luke up with some forged Roman documents so he can get around town. Yes. And it's basically like, hey, you know how everybody here in ancient Rome can read? So here's some forged documents. <laughs> don't let them look too close. It's like psychic paper. You got to just real quick. <laughs> Right, and so this guy's going to sneak Luke into the jail where Paul is, right? That's what's happening now? Yeah. And they do this stupid signal for some reason. One of the guys, he's like, okay, so Luke, see uh, see that guy just put out a torch right there? That's the signal, so you're ready to go. And he's like, okay, well, you know, why doesn't he just say go? He's right there. Just <laughs> yeah, right. He could tell me go. He could just I don't like understand. motion me towards this him. It's going to be a, a problem. rover thing. <laughs> Yeah, but thanks to this clever signal and everything, they managed to get Luke into the prison. So he goes to see Paul. This will be scene one of 53 where Luke goes to see Paul in prison. <laughs> so they have the whole, like, uh, Paul looks super happy for the conjugal. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, his cell is enormous, right? Yeah. For, it's, it's supposed yeah. to be a political prisoner. He's It's like 10 times bigger than Eli's apartment. <laughs> like, literally okay. that big. Like, I thought a yoga class was going to walk in and be like, oh, we're borrowing part of the space for our thing. <laughs> We've got this three to four. We have it playing. at three. <laughs> three. Namaste. I also love this, like, stab at uh, New Testament humor uh, where he's like, <laughs> how did you get here? He's like, oh, everyone, all the churches gave money, even the Corinthians, those stingy Corinthians. Get it? <laughs> like a Get deep it? cut here. This is like even the Corinthians, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Epistle. It was, was, was invented. The only people <laughs> in the fucking audience that got the joke were the atheists. Yeah. Right. They're like, oh, right. Like these motherfuckers read the epistles. No, no one else in our theater. Well, I mean, to be fair, the woman next to me had a ream of wrapping paper that she was tearing slowly like the genie promised her she always would but she didn't get the joke the point is she didn't get the joke no no yeah yeah no it's not that the audience didn't have any reaction <laughs> they made even more noise right and also i love when he first arrives paul is like oh and me here without any snacks to put out i've got these open wounds i'm just a mess i'm so sorry <laughs> Should have gotten someone in to clean my poop bucket. <laughs> How are you? And and this is where we learn the crux of this movie. And and this is really it. The crux of the movie is, hey, man, I'm here. I'm hoping you'll say some wise things and then I'll be able to bring them back to our little Christian camp. And he's like, really? And he's like, yep. Just hit me with the wisdom. <laughs> Yep. We really need your advice about how we're all going to get executed. Yeah, soon. right. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and, and Paul's like, well, 
Jesus would say, you know, lean into it. <laughs> and Luke's like, okay, well, isn't that what you did? And now you're in jail right now here where I'm talking to you right now about to get executed. Oh, yeah. 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 No. Uh, yep. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. And there's also this whole, like, you know, they want his wisdom and he's got this, like, you know, but I, I don't know if I could ever wisdom again. I swore <laughs> that I'd, I'd given that life up, you know. <laughs> I didn't need a general to land in a helicopter. Paul, we need your wisdom. <laughs> I gave up that life, chopped some wood. <laughs> All right. So with no wisdom in hand, Luke goes back to the Christian hideout for a debriefing. Through the secret exit in the jail. Yeah. Uh, pro tip, don't build secret <laughs> exits or entrances in jails. No secret things to get in or out of jails. Yeah. It's so no, smart. It's basic, so, basic smart. Idea. so valuable. What do they need, like a cigarette break spot? Like right outside of that thing? <laughs> well, if you close, I'm going to have to walk all the way around to the front each time. <laughs> Stupid. So, so he gets back to the hideout and they're like, uh, well, did he have any wisdom? And they're like, and Luke's like, well, nothing useful. He's a Christian. He just said to ask God. And then, you know, right. Not, not his, his advice here <laughs> seems to be you got to follow your own Je personal Jesus PS or GPS, right? <laughs> so, like, no specific instructions from Paul is what you're saying? No, none yeah. at all. None at all. Okay, quick vote. You guys want to go back to being Jewish? Or... <laughs> all the votes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, they have a book and everything. So, and, and then at this point, um, we have a woman come in, Octavia, her husband and kid were just killed. Because again, <laughs> this is the first time we get it, right? This is the first time they're like, and murdered baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. They, they've run out of stuff. And now look, here's the thing. They're really going for sad here. But the amount of blood that this woman is, is drenched in <laughs> yes. cannot help but be comical. Unless there there is an edited scene of this movie where the Romans put a stick of dynamite in the baby's mouth. And they were like, hold, <laughs> oh, hold this for a second. Because she is covered in blood that baby had so much blood i think she gave birth to just like a pillowcase full of blood yep so she explains that her baby was just murdered by the romans that's why i have blood all over my face and then there's this amazing awkward pan out to everybody else in the hideout and they're like oh so we're all gonna get murdered like that our babies too <laughs> Yeah, great. Remember when I said we should leave earlier? <laughs> Baby just got murdered. Can we leave now, wife? No, still no. Nope. Nope, no, that's... I'm looking at the bookshelves. Why? We have bookshelves. Okay. I just want to look. I don't understand. Okay, <laughs> just for the sake of argument moving forward, what would need to happen <laughs> yeah, for right. us to leave? This is a Baby murder, you're in front of the line. When are you behind the line? <laughs> Also, it was at this point because, like, also, in addition to being super noisy, the people in our theater were, you know, freely texting at one uh, and whatnot. And it was at this point that I made this bet with the universe. I said, Eli is the only person in the theater that doesn't have a cat as the wallpaper on their phone. I'll put anything on that. <laughs> yeah, good bet. Good, solid so, bet. <laughs> all right. So now Luke goes back to the prison to tell Paul about that last scene where he went back to the Christian hideout to tell them about the scene before that. And it's so good. He's just like, there was so much blood. I mean, I'm not trying to put this on your plate or anything, man, but <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like it's still under my nails. Like I cleaned my ears and it was in my, it's just like, you do not think where all of it gets, but it just, <laughs> woo. 
Everyone, let me take a shower and it's not. <laughs> oh, wisdom. Anything so, specific, wisdom. Blood is blood. Dude, you're the worst. <laughs> I, and, well, yeah, right. And and Luke is just going like, it, Paul's like, I can't wisdom enough for them now. And Luke's like, but nobody can Christian as hard as you can, Paul. And he's like, but I can't epistle anymore. And then we actually get sort of the turn of this movie or as close as it's going to get where he's like, <laughs> but there must be a book of the Acts of the Apostles. Otherwise, the Gospels would just butt up against the epistles. And that would look like shit. I mean, that would really emphasize how much better the Jewy part of the book is. And it's already going to be way longer longer a buffer i love this moment where he has to dance around the none of us met jesus story he's like you know that you witnessed the words of jesus and he's like well, no no i did not well um, i had a dream about I told you you remember when i told you right oh man you told me a great story about him Ooh, is that it? Is that our religion? That's not our religion, right? There's a guy who was there. There's a guy yeah. who was nope. Uh, wow. So, <laughs> so much like hand waving. These are not the droids. These are the droids. It's such nonsense. Yeah. Like, so people are gonna have doubts about Jesus, but you never lie. That is established. <laughs> so we're thinking I'm thinking you write your story like a giant boring letter. Well, <laughs> or just like a regular, just regular. You can just write, I'm going to do the boring letter. I'm going to do the boring letter. Okay. Well, and speaking of sneaking around shit, I love this line too, where Paul's trying to decide if he can epistle again. And Luke's like, but Paul, when I heard you preach, I immediately left my family to starve and never even looked back. That's how much of the good guy you are. <laughs> like, oh, hold on. Can we, can we linger there? No, we cannot nope. linger there. I <laughs> Moving think, on. <laughs> I think we're going to go on to this next scene here. Do you want to start a ranch in Oregon? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but on Luke's way out, apparently the prison guards have thought to themselves, yeah, maybe not have the secret exit anymore. So Mauritius, the, the prefect dude, catches him and gives him a stern talking to. Well, he gives him a stern talking to in a mean impersonation of Richard Dawkins post 2016. <laughs> oh, right? He's just like, <laughs> you're just like, not cool, man. Great. Okay. Not cool. You, you're doing Dom DeLuise now? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> My baby sunshine. <laughs> if he had started crooning, I would have just been like, yep. <laughs> in the little notes. Yeah, so but what what the gist of this if once you translate it into non-pigeon English is that Luke knows important people. So that's why they're not going to do anything about him sneaking in and out of their prison. Which people doesn't matter. This will never come back. Yeah. All I heard all I heard was you're an excellent Greek doctor. Yeah. Is, is that like yeah. a euphemism? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about butt sex, man. She gave me the Greek doctor. I uh, get no respect. <laughs> for Amazing plumber from Cleveland, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So he's he's heading back out to the Christian hideout, and now we have like a feign suspense thing. Earlier, they gave him. Remember when they gave him the passport that you have to have to walk around Rome? So when they gave him that, they're like, now make sure nobody looks at this for more than three and a half seconds or there will be suspense. 
and now they're going to look at it for 3.49 seconds. <laughs> yeah, so apparently there's just, you have to carry around paperwork and hand it to whatever Roman, it's like Arizona, but less concentration camps. Here <laughs> yeah, in, much, here in much roomier prison It's a little cells. bit more progressive than Arizona, <laughs> but it's very similar. Right, but That's nice. At the last minute, luckily, a couple starts fighting and the guards get distracted right at that 3.49 second mark. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. Phew, that was almost interesting. Um, also, they burn another Christian here because it's been a minute. Yeah, and this is a weird moment. He like Luke walks up on this about to happen, and he locks eyes with the guy who's like tied to a stake and about to get burned. And the guy's like, "Dude, just let me get burned to death. Get out of here, idiot!" Like he like old yellers. Luke, he's like, "Go on, get out of here. Just let me get burned." Ain't nobody needs you. It's, uh, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me when we all go to an atheist conference and we do that, is that a crazy person talking to you conversation? Like, no, this one's normal. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you were patting your head. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. All right, now you we have to change to that. at the wall. <laughs> so- Dude, now we have to change both. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, meanwhile, uh, remember Aquila and Priscilla? No, uh, they were... The couple at the Christian hide. Anyway, they're still in this movie. They're gonna they're gonna have another scene where they talk about whether they should stay in Rome or not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, when we decided whether or not we were gonna renew our lease on this house, it mattered a lot to us. That doesn't make it cinematic. <laughs> Jesus. Oh well, now we know what our movie's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fucking that Jimmy Durante song, but played out. Yeah. Uh, and, and Aquila's like, well, you know, Paul said to pray, but I can't find any wisdom in prayer. Also, Burger King doesn't have batteries. I mean, obviously, you can't find fucking <laughs> wisdom in asking yourself shit. <laughs> so much useless advice. We also get the thing with the animals. Oh, what the was, Jesus. The Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, so what was it that Jesus said to do? Didn't Paul say that Jesus said something about it? And he's like, yeah, we're supposed to act like. Three different contradictory... We're supposed to be like a sheep, <laughs> serpent, hamster. I, I really don't know what the fuck it means. I was very Nothing triggered. Is ever this useful. pulled me right back to my NYU acting training. I was like, I can't be a sheep, serpent, hamster. I can't do it. So also, like Jesus said, amongst this weird chimera that we're supposed to be i'm sorry chimera that we're supposed to be thank you that jesus said that you should be as wise as a serpent boy is the bar for intelligence low in this religion wow but yeah but she just can't go because she loves the people too much to leave and again again a reoccurring theme of this is luke coming in and going Oh, I saw a guy get burned to death today. <laughs> yes. Hate that to keep was... harping on this, but yeah, I was like 10 feet away. So leaving? <laughs> Still no. Nope. She's like, no, I like Rome. I like the city. You know what I mean? I like, oh my, I don't want to be, oh we go out to the suburbs. <laughs> there's, there's the, you know, stuff close. I like stuff. It's like everyone who ever thought about leaving New York. Yep. But I, I like the smell of charred flesh. It grows on you. <laughs> and it's, you know, the subway. You're going to miss it. You're really? in. Because we so. could take our current rent and we could buy a house with it. No, but well, then our friends, we could make new friends. I could kill all of our friends right now and serve <laughs> we could, the time and We pay could the even buy a new it. house with, with it every month, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So later on, all the Christians <laughs> have gotten together. To decide whether they should stay in Rome or leave. 
And yeah. there's this amazing scene. They're all like rabbling, rabbling about this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And at one point, uh, Luke goes, well, Paul says you got to think for yourself. And one guy basically goes, what the fuck? I became a Christian, so I didn't have to think for myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, yeah, we're we really we really need to leave. What did Paul say? Seriously, you went back a, a fourth time. No advice. Well, he. He drew a dick on the floor <laughs> and then he booped my nose. Okay, we're going to stop asking Paul. This is He is completely useless to us at this point. He's out of the movie. All right. And by the way, little point, but at this point, Aquila says, be under no illusions at this point. <laughs> and they are. They are. Trust me, all of them. And acting skills as well. Um, but then we have to, because we have to set up at least some semblance of an excuse as to why not leaving Rome is even on the multiple choice. And the woman, Priscilla, she says, well, if we leave Rome, then no one will be here to feed the poor because no one ever thought of that before the Christians. They invented yep. feeding the poor. <laughs> yep. It's like prime the pump. They came up with that shit. Right. And, and again, their plan is to sneak out of the aqueducts and go to a phasis, which, hey, fun fact, you're going to be real dicks when you get there. So just like, <laughs> keep in mind that this is a prequel to like them being there. And like, so we're in charge here, huh? Let's kill everyone that's not us. Let's go with everyone well, that's not us. That was kind of the thing that they that they sort of missed out on in the whole like at the in the opening scenes where they're like, boy, Rome sure was a shithole pre Christianity. It's like it's not like it got better after, <laughs> right? It's not like there was this golden heyday of of Rome that happened right after they converted to Christianity. The fucking empire fell. <laughs> Jesus. Oh yeah, but but right. No, and this is important because they got to sneak out the aqueducts. And for reasons I wasn't enta- able to entirely understand, they have to send someone on a deadly mission beforehand. <laughs> so stupid. All right, somebody's got to go to MacGuffin fucking Hill, or else we won't be able to get out. Well, and we haven't killed yeah. a kid in a while. Well, so well, right, right. Yes. This is perfect, actually. <laughs> this is where we get Gavroche, which is all I call it. His real name is like Tarquin or something. But yeah. mm-hmm. he's just like, hello, everybody. <laughs> Don't worry. I won't get killed. I promise. See this picture of my wife and family at home? <laughs> just broke a mirror and walked under four ladders. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> You would say that if I were to die, I would be the breaking point for you. Is that what you'd say? Yeah, but don't worry. Oh, well, I'm a lovable rumpty tumpty tump. That's the whole fucking scene. Too. A kid just volunteering to leave, and they're all like, yeah, okay. Yeah, That's right. Cool. They're like, I'll go. I look like an orphan. And they're like, well, we all look like orphans. That's, I mean, that's what if I talk like a Slavic newsie? Well, still not great, but no, yeah, you can go. Oh, none of us want to go, and you're a child. Yeah, you'll work. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's, he's trying to leave. He's throwing his voice. No, I'll go. Who said? Who said? I'll go? <laughs> Did an adult just volunteer? <laughs> Did an adult just be, is that crazy? It's just like yeah. It only if only one of us steps up and says, "I am Spartacus." It doesn't work, guys. <laughs> you are Spartacus. You are definitely Spartacus, man. That is correct. We all agree that you are Thomas Crown and Spartacus. <laughs> so, all right. So, meanwhile. Luke is back talking with Paul in his prison for the third fucking time. And this is where we start to hint at Paul's backstory. He's like, I wasn't always an asshole. I'm like, yeah, I tell myself that all the time, Paul. Quit blaming the world and just embrace it. Be a good (laughs) asshole. Anyway. 
And this story might be interesting if we got a full flashback of him, like, hunting down Christians and being a bad guy. But we never even get a full flashback of this story. No, nope. and that's what the fucking movie should be, right? It should be the, the, the fucking turn of this movie should be the road to Damascus. But no, this is all after <laughs> that. Yep. And the entire message that they're that they're trying to to get at with with Paul, they miss entirely by doing this. It's like Paul telling his story and he's like, yeah, I tried to genocide all the Christians, then realized they have like a super lenient system for genocidal maniacs <laughs> to repent and go to heaven anyway. Okay. Okay, doesn't that mean you're a bad example? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm I'm the most convenient Christian ever. Wait, no. Have you hold, have you guys heard of Ryan Bell? No. Okay. Sorry, I'm fucking this up for Lee Strobel. This is <laughs> sorry, sorry. And again, in this thing, it's like we see his his flashbacks, and I really wanted a slow motion montage of him just kung fu fighting Christians, just you know the bag of rice scene from Ip Man One. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been awesome. <laughs> this movie could have won me back is all I'm saying. Yeah. And by the way, this movie also, this is where this the movie gets as anti-Semitic as it's going to let itself get, right? Like, because they kind of hint at the it's the Jews fault bit, but they don't really, mostly they blame the Romans. But in this scene, they're like, yeah, but no, but the Jews wanted me to kill all the Christians. <laughs> it was the Jews. We were using Corinthians earlier. Are we saying Jews now? Okay. <laughs> So, and also, because he, he says, like, you know, so I, I framed Stephen, the Christian, and he was so damn sure of himself, even when he was dying, that I, I said about killing all of the Christians. And then we get, I shit you not, a montage of Christian killing. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would love to have done this montage myself, you know, like, at first he's missing um, and then he's getting closer and closer, and you get like, ever more creative <laughs> spy versus spy traps for Christians. <laughs> that could be fun. Um, I, I will say though the melon head crush thing yeah. was fucking hilarious. That was unintentionally amazing. <laughs> but yeah, and 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 again, like like you said, it's like yeah, Paul even beat children to death like this one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, it, after this montage, he wakes up. He falls. Asleep. He wasn't. How boring is this movie? The characters in it fall asleep <laughs> during the stories they're telling. It's like I couldn't tell if the movie has just like had given up, was paying less attention than me. I was like, no, he was telling the story. He wasn't dreaming about it, guys. Are what's anyway? This all is right. where my heart stopped. By the way, in case anyone's wondering, <laughs> when a character within the movie was when my Wahoo tracker was like. Hey man, you got to give us back to the doctor. Just so you know, you can't you can't keep this. You don't get to keep it. So, so when you're okay, dead. So, they got to take it off. Yeah. <laughs> We've sent someone around. We sent someone because you know it's going to be heavy traffic. So okay, now we go. We cut to Mauritius. He's chatting with his subordinate at the prison, and they're going like, you know, I think starting to think maybe letting this dude. Sneak in and out of the prison whenever he wants, carrying whatever he cares to, might not be a great policy. <laughs> also, by the way, he switched to, I think, French-Canadian for yeah. this one. Mm -hmm. a weird, <laughs> weird switch. I don't know if that even existed yet. Anyway. Uh, and also, um, there's scaffolding and stuff everywhere in this prison. Like, they're building a Death Star in this first yeah, century right? jail. What was the... <laughs> Seemed out of place. Well, it was a growing town. It was a growing town. And also, we we go to Mauritius's home where we learn that his daughter is sick. This is important to the movie. Very his important. His daughter 
is sick. If only she had the right God. Oh, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> shit. My, <laughs> my bad. All right. So then we cut back to Paul dreaming about being in a more interesting movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we learned that like in his dream, because he wakes up and looks like, oh, you were screaming in your dream. I mean, it's weird that I didn't wake you and just let you lie there screaming, but you were screaming. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. The devil, he keeps sending me visions of all these children I killed. And I, I in my heart, I know that it's fine, but I, I feel like they're going to be mad. <laughs> you know how you, you talk to someone and like you razz them a little too much at dinner and then you get home and you're like, oh, was that too far? That's how I feel about all the people I killed. That's how I feel about all the people I killed. Like, I start to go over it in my head. <laughs> and Luke's like, yeah, okay. I mean, I get the nightmares you're having, but do you think that's the devil or maybe you just killed kids? <laughs> didn't you? Okay, well, don't be a dick. I mean, yeah. I love that Paul of Tarsus has the same origin story as Darth Vader. That's good to know. <laughs> that's their religion. Also, again, because nothing happens in this movie, at this point in the theater, a man with 150 canes stood up in the front row and threw them all in the air and then attempted to juggle them for as long as he could. <laughs> this guy, sh I shit you know, this guy had a walker and a cane. Like he had those two things. Like he was like the, like the walker was the mothership, but for small excursions, he would just take the cane. He was playing Django with all of his possessions at the same time. He's working on his Mr. Bean act where he's like trying to stack it and it falls and then he falls. <laughs> and then this all right. So remember that sick daughter storyline that everybody was so concerned about? Well, good news. We get back to that. Um, now, again, this is Mauritius. This is the guy that runs the prison, like the warden for Paul. And his wife remembers the good old days before all the Jesus and the fires and the daughter sickness. <laughs> yeah. And they're having that classic couple fight who the gods are madder at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buy at a nickel. She's like, are you appeasing all the gods? He's like, yes, uh, all of them. She's like, all right, well, you're killing your daughter, Larry. This is you. This is you. You're an Just asshole. Angrily, angrily marching out of the house with a trash bag behind him. Dragging <laughs> behind him in front of the gods. Here. Ugh. Just say which god you want me to appease. You should know why I'm mad. If you don't know which god I want to appease, you. I'm not going to tell, so, tell you. Yeah, religious argument plus couple fight. That's box office gold. Uh, so, okay. So, Mauritius goes to the bar to hang out with his buddy because he can't be where that bitch wife is anymore. And, and the buddy character only exists so he has someone to talk to in this scene and the other one with him, right? Like, right. there's... <laughs> And this guy, this first of all, this is Roman water cooler talk, which is phenomenal. Yes. They've taken this actor and they've put the craziest wig I've ever seen on his head. It's like a little boy wig. And he's just, it's just, it's a skew. You can see his real hair under it. Yeah, it's like George Washington was drunk. Yeah. He's super fun character, though. I kind of, I like the guy. Like, he's like hedonist Yoda, kind of. He just like says nice things and he's happy all the time. And he's just like, yeah, just. I don't know. Your daughter's dying. Ask another god for help. Which ones did you ask? There's like a billion of them. That's why politism's awesome. Or don't. You know what? It's, you, do you like your shitty kid? Like, whatever. She dies. Have a drink. I have a Pekingese on my head. <laughs> and so at this point, too, Mauritius is like, hey, friend character, what do you know about Christians? And he goes, I don't know. I hang out in whorehouses and do sinful things. There's no Christians there. So, you know. Uh, he can't help him there, but 
He does think that maybe Marisha should take that rough draft of Axe that Luke has been working on and <laughs> turn it into Nero just in case he's writing a confession to a crime that they know he didn't commit. <laughs> huh? <laughs> what? He might as well end the scene so with, stupid. that's kind of a plot, right? <laughs> <laughs> like a framing of the guy? Close? <laughs> All right. I'm going to go take this shamwell off my head. <laughs> absorb it. <laughs> All right, but okay. Meanwhile, back at Christian Hideout, what do you know? Orphan kid didn't make it. We were really pulling for him. <laughs> I wanted so bad for Phineas to stand up and be like, "Red the blood <laughs> of Christians." <laughs> and by the way, everyone in this scene is doing their best Oscar cry. Right, oh. everybody. They got with their acting coach before this day. Everyone was doing emotional prep this day. It was a big thing. Oh, and this was bad crying. Yeah, they got with coaches, but these were terrible coaches and terrible <laughs> actors. Like, they might as well do pigeon noises to cry. Like, it's really bad. <laughs> and I don't really know what conversation was had after this because the woman next to me began unwrapping an ornate vase covered in tinsel <laughs> at this point um, and dropping what do I assume was beans into it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I had in my notes as well. Doing an ASMR video. You don't know. So, <laughs> so yeah. And I love to one of the characters is like looks at the dead kid and goes, well, this is what trusting God gets you. I'm like, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> it's a remarkable amount of honesty yeah. you guys are going to have. here. That is always true. This is what trusting God gets you. Universal truth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, when it, when when I when that happened in the movie, I started cheering wildly, but the audience did not think that was appropriate. Yeah. Well, no. Also, what not trusting God gets you. Yeah, yeah. well, right. No, it's, it's pretty much the Everyone same. turned away from their xylophones to look angrily at Noah. It was really <laughs> <embarrassing>. <laughs> Yeah, right. All right, so now you know what this movie could use is a scene where Luke visits Paul in prison to tell him about the previous scene. And again, he does the, oh, they killed a kid. They killed our camera. I really... Oh, guess who died today? It is not anything, man. Any wisdom, uh, like karate lessons at this point? Because I have had a week. <laughs> and, and, and Paul is still just like, okay, okay, wait, I got one. I came up with one while you were gone. Love, 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 love. Oh my God, love. it's so bad. We need the loveliest love that ever did love. <laughs> Lovely love. Jesus is going to come in and start doing the get up, you son of a bitch speech. At this point. <laughs> yeah, and this is where Luke is like, all right, well, we were thinking about maybe fighting back. And, yeah. And Paul's like, well, no, 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 Jesus would never, never do that. He's like, okay, what if there's a love interest? Stop trying to make a plot happen, <laughs> Luke. Okay, what if something happens here in the jail? No, nothing happens. Nothing. The whole no. thing's like George getting mad about like yeah. the show about nothing having something happen. They just didn't the realize movie. it was a joke. Yeah, exactly. Hell, at a certain point, Mauritius even reads the Book of Acts. He reads on the show. <laughs> he does read on the show. He does. Yeah. Oh my God. I and also they they cut back when because when he starts talking about should we fight back, they cut back to him at the Christian hideout where all the rabble rousers are rousing rabble about fighting back against Rome. And he has to like out Christian everybody. 
and they're all at maximum rabble. But the instant that Jim Caviezel starts talking, everybody shuts up at the exact same nanosecond. It's like, amazing. Yeah, no, that's that's how you do it in the movies, guys. <laughs> we also get the uh, that that first Corinthians thing that's in all the wedding vows that everybody does. Oh yeah, recites yeah, yeah. the part that's in now. Is he? He's just plagiarizing himself at this point, right? Didn't he write that <laughs> right. like twelve years ago? As, if this is sixty-seven A.D. or as I said in my previous letter, yeah, exactly. yes, <laughs> just like sticks walking out with the four guys that are still alive playing lady. Yes, <laughs> this is what you motherfuckers are here for. When I'm with you, I'm falling. I miss my friends. <laughs> Do come sail away. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, every That's time. Not till the end. Every time. That's a rush oh, You're going to sit here for two more hours, and I'm going to do our B sides. We got a 19 year old drummer back there. We hired from the Guitar Center where we rented our shit for this thing. <laughs> Stuck in Binghamton, New York. Also, also, is it just me, or is there an incredible amount of sexual tension between Paul and Luke in this scene? Enormous. Like I, I it, one of them was going to go in for the kiss at any second. I feel like they kept having to stop the scene because they're like, okay, but if I don't kiss him, what the fuck is this movie about? Stop trying to kiss Jim Caviezel. He got hit by lightning. He's real jumpy. Also, this is a great little moment at the end of the scene. Paul's given another like rant and he's like, okay, this is, this is important. Big monologue here. Write this all down. And <laughs> they pan over to Luke and he writes like, Maybe half a sentence. Here's like yes. three or four <laughs> yeah. characters. And I wanted Paul to be like, okay, you're not you're not writing much down, I feel like. <laughs> yes, I am. More. Okay, read that okay. back. What did I just say? Read back my last paragraph. I, have to, I, I can't. It's dark. I it's love, all in here. Love all is like here. a roller coaster. No, no. <laughs> if God is like- a DJ... <laughs> I feel like this whole thing was actually more like you know like when Bella Lugosi was dying Edward followed him around and pretended he was making a movie with Bella Lugosi so he'd be happy I feel like that's what's really going on with Luke here he's just like no that was super wise Paul I'm writing it down you look over there and he's just drawing dicks yeah <laughs> did, did Edward really do that yeah yeah <laughs> it's like everyone who regularly calls their grandma just like hey What's going on with you? You still live in that same 22 square feet? Oh, I am so interested in you. Tell yeah, everybody so- I called. Make sure you tell everybody. Maybe you write Otherwise, it. Otherwise, there's no point at all. In this. Literally, because you're going to die. It's not like, it's not like a, oh, you're going to shoot out the same amount of experience that I called you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I have the opposite experience with my grandma. She calls me and she's like, oh, how's that loft that you're always in? <laughs> I was just swimming in my Olympic-sized swimming pool in my amazing yeah, fucking place right on the Hudson with views of the river. And I was going to, I was, I went to the March on Washington. I did the late, you know, the women's march and I, I'm doing a whole lot of stuff. What do you do? Your grandma's awesome. Podcast. So, you okay. Fun movies. I made fun of and 36 of them, Graham Graham. So how do you feel? Bad. <laughs> All right, so now we have to talk about how good Paul was at Christ, uh, killing Christians some more because he ate of their stupid faces. But then, just then, a funny thing happened on his way to Damascus. Okay, <laughs> and here's the thing. You really didn't want to play this as a seizure and switching religions. Right? <laughs> you really want it to be like, oh, and then he's like, whoa. You don't want it to be like, no, my cousin does that. I I know what that is. You're supposed to pretend it's magic. 
God put a thing popsicle stick on his tongue. Don't touch him. <laughs> Lean him on his side. Everybody turn Paul on his side. But yeah, but that's exactly how they fucking play it. They play it in the movie as though the movie's going. But yeah, but like really, he probably just, you know, he probably just ate a weird leaf or something. It really plays like that. So then then he wakes up and he's Christ blind, right? He's he's Jesus blind after the Damascus vision. And we meet this movie's only real Jew. Like, I love, too, that, like, you can tell who the main characters are in these biblical movies by which ones are white. <laughs> right? Like, because they'll have, like, ethnic people for all of the positions except the main character is Jim Caviezel. Yeah. I so this is Ben Kingsley. It is. Okay. God damn, this can't be Ben Kingsley. Absolutely not Ben Kingsley. No. <laughs> Looked like Ben Kingsley. It, it, well, yeah. Sorry, that was about to be a they all look alike joke, and I had to like I had to back it up real quick. <laughs> Jews all look different. Yes, <laughs> thank forward. you, thank Mark, you. Just added that back in at the end of my sentence. Um, all right, so yeah, so but Saul, because he's not Paul yet, he's still Saul. Uh, turns to this this super nice Christian guy that's helping him out now that he's Jesus blind, and he's like, yeah, you know, I feel really bummed about all that and fantasizing. No, don't worry about it, man. Don't. Yeah, he's like, would you say you're a good person? This is the first time this ever works, and we're just gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna stay with this from now on. No, it's cool. We're all sinners, and he's like, well, I persecuted a ton of people, and the guy's like, okay, well, have I got a deal for you? <laughs> have you heard of Christianity? It's the best. It's like declaring bankruptcy, but you go to heaven instead of court. He writes the fucking greatest. <laughs> But doesn't this just wrap it up perfectly? The whole goddamn religion. Paul turns to the dude and goes, I killed a lot of babies. I'm a wretched man. And the guy goes, yep. Yep. <laughs> sure. We all are, though. Like, I mean, this guy lost it after his neighbor's wife. That's so, like killing a lot of babies, isn't it? <laughs> and Greg, he just he just loves the loves his food. Okay. <laughs> I, I, did not, I didn't think you were going to go to killing babies, so it feels weird now. <laughs> I'd have, had, I'd have had better examples if I knew that you were in fantasy. Feels like it'd only be like six Christians and one of them's Hitler, right? <laughs> Everyone else could just live according to a secular code of ethics. I'm, I'm getting crazy. I'm getting crazy. <laughs> Would you like to get oh. dunked in a pool? <laughs> also, by the way, why did they not find an actor that vaguely resembled? The dude who played old Paul to play young Paul. Mm, that would have been a good choice. Uh, other question about young Paul. Uh, why did he decide not to react at all to regaining his sight? <laughs> yes. Uh, like doing a magic trick. He's just like, ah, these different oh, yeah, cards. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, no, I th that took me a couple of years probably, to learn. So. You had it probably in your palm. It's fine. Thanks time. so much, Cara Santa Maria. It's cool. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't like it, it's fine. So, and then also we, we at this point we cut back to Luke kind of asking about the uh, Paul's whole situation and he's like well didn't you then spend three years training to be a Christian and he's like yeah and I'm like come on montage but no <laughs> oh training montage loving montage praying montage like, <laughs> yeah. his hands are crosswise he's doing the timeout symbol and the guy comes over he's like shakes his head puts him in the prayer <laughs> yeah. position oh, okay. <laughs> Got it, got it. Push it to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. 
We could have made such a better movie. It was all in the montages. You just give me a chance to do three montages in this movie and it's fixed. Ooh, and then they all buy mm-hmm. desert robes and he, and he models them for him. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. No. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Randy from Say Yes to the Dress jumps out. I never thought Paul was going to find the right dress. <laughs> So, okay, but just then, right, because Luke is still talking to Paul here, the prison guard shows up to end this boring fucking scene. So they drag him up to, to Mauritius, the, the warden, who will now question them about whether or not they're writing any confessions or anything in that book of theirs. Yeah, and he is just winning bets at this point with absurd new accents. Now he's like a sassy <laughs> black French guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then later in this scene, he's like Jamaican Chris Walken. And like, it's so stupid. And he's like, hey, you sure you're not going to revolt? He's like, no, no, we're Christians. We are sheep of God or something. He's like, even sheep will revolt if you whip them. And I wanted one of them to be like, no. <laughs> sheep never revolt. Like, when have sheep rebelled at you? Was there a sheep uprising in your life? Where's that movie? Hardcore chicken run. Yeah, right. And I love how I love how disappointed the prefect gets too. He's yeah. like he's like, hey, okay, so are you guys plotting an escape or like an uprising? Because I've been letting you go in and out this whole time. And they're like, no, seriously, we're, we're writing a letter. He's like, wow, idiots. Okay. Wow. That's a I boring don't movie. understand what, what is wrong with you guys. He looks away for a second. They're just like, spread our cheeks. Okay, persecute us. Do whatever. <laughs> yeah, I bet you can't persecute yeah. me. So. <laughs> they're trying to like brer rabbit themselves into persecution yeah, right. and, and getting it wrong. Yeah. And, and, and it's yeah. not working. Actually, and that's like the most historically accurate thing about this movie is that apparently there were a lot of Christians that were trying to find somebody who would murder them um and then of course this is the part where he has to go okay but uh, wait let me do the accent okay but what if i read the page <laughs> i bet it will make me a christian and uh Borat nailed it yeah okay, no, exactly exactly i was trying to shift as i went but i actually only do one accent so i can't um but anyway yeah so but he he takes the book and he's like i'll read this book of acts and decide for myself well there's whether there's anything subversive Ooh, i wonder what will happen now <laughs> um, but also this is where he says but now Luke will also be a prisoner like okay is that the, are there stakes now I mean sure <laughs> alright well damn it if we haven't earned a break but first let me give Act 3 the hard sell here will Luke decide to go with a first person or third person perspective will we <laughs> will he start in media rest will this movie ever acknowledge that Peter is also in the book of Acts or are they just going to leave all that shit out it will find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the just die already conclusion of Paul Apostle of Christ Okay, Romulus, ready to burn this Christian to light our streets? Oh, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Wow, humans do not burn easily, do they? Wow. They do not. They do not. Seems like uh, a really inefficient way to light our streets now that I think about it. Um, yeah, um, maybe... Uh, if you guys covered me in more oil? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like at this point are we wasting oil, you know? Right. Right. Okay, that's a that's a good point. Mhm. Guys, uh I got to be honest, I don't think I can hold this wood under my arms while I'm burning like this. I think I'm going to let it go. 
Seriously? Arms are tired, yeah. Well, no, I'm going to be on fire. That would be such a waste of wood. Okay. Uh, how would you feel about eating a whole bunch of straw? Bad. Bad. Don't want to do that. <laughs> Hi there. I'm called the Pug of Pegacorn. And I'm Inside Out Little Girl. Do you have a product, business, or anything else you'd like to promote? Would you like to reach tens of thousands of people all while supporting our shows? Ooh, ooh, I do. Why, if it isn't Heath Enright from the YouTube channel, Cooking Ramen with Heath. Yeah, I'd love to tell everyone about my channel. I actually got a big week coming up. We're doing chicken. Wow, you haven't done chicken yet. No, no, I did. So, so you're doing it again? Yeah, doing chicken again. I don't understand. Anyway, you can get a sketch with your favorite characters like us, a song from Anna, or even just a shout out to that special someone for a fraction of the price that you'd pay for other forms of advertising. For rates and more information, just email us at godawfulmovies at gmail.com. That's godawfulmovies at gmail.com. All right, so wait, why is it a big week then? Because it's chicken. It's my favorite of the flavors. I love okay, chicken. I give up. Big week. Good for you. Chicken flavor. It sounds great. There's not that many. <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. And don't worry, there's still plenty of talking in prison to come. But first, <laughs> we have to check back in with sick daughter who's still dying. And he nope. just can't heathen hard enough to save her. <laughs> yeah. She's dying of acute unchristianitis. <laughs> yeah. MacGuffinoma. Yeah. <laughs> and again, this is yet another time that the writers of this film said, what if we just do that other scene again? Right? Because right. nothing new happens here. It's just like, the daughter's still sick. Well, pray to a different God. Okay. And it's time for another one of those, hey, let's just do the same scene again. <laughs> yes. Because the Christians are having a yelly fight. Yes, yes. They're rousing some rabble over the fact that Luke has been imprisoned now. <laughs> and they're like, we got to rescue Luke, but we can't, but we must. Uh, and also Cassius, who is the, the chief rouser of rabble, also says at this point that he wants to take over Rome and make it Christian. And I'm like, yeah, that'll show him. <laughs> 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 Nothing will bring it down quicker than that. Good call. I also love the, the bit where um, somebody's like, no, no weapons. We're Christians. And the Second Amendment fans in the audience were like, I don't know about this fucking. <laughs> well, organized militia feels well, like, you know, <laughs> not well, unreasonable. They seem well organized, I, I feel like. Um, so also remember Aquila and Priscilla, they still don't matter, but they're in another scene now. Guess what they're talking about? <laughs> We should leave Rome. I know I keep saying this, but every, <laughs> it gets worse every time we have this. All right. Well, hold on there. Let's just see how this genocide plays out. First. Yes. No. No. Okay. Maybe we should leave Rome. Yes. I've been saying this the whole time. No, no. I'm, I'm staying. I'm still staying. Well, also, Aquila's got this kind of like, oh, my God, can you get over that little kid in his suicide mission already? It's been seen. <laughs> Scenes, I tell you. So funny. And there's a scene here where you think something's going to happen, where he's going to go and she's going to stay like a, like they're breaking up because he's going to college. But no, no, no. it's just it's no. like, hey, you know what occurred to me is I could go 
and you could stay and then everyone would get their way. And she's like, yeah, but then what about the rest of the movie? And he's like, good point. Good point. Yeah, no. <laughs> got another 30 minutes. So, um, yeah. And also we're going to use some of that 30 minutes to humanize Luke and Paul a little bit. So oh. the 83rd <laughs> fucking so time we go back to the, yeah, but this time it's just so small talk banter. Indeed. What are you uh, I love you, man. I don't say it enough. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got going over there? You got Pebble? <laughs> cool. You want? All right. You. Who can hit the first? No, the second one. The second <laughs> yeah, round right. from the top. You go. Yeah. Oh, God. Right, we just I just wrote in my pebble. notes. This is what Heath and I are going to talk about when Mike Pence throws us in jail. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Reason Con, the van? That was fun. Got a big old van. We didn't need a big old van. <laughs> uh, remember the snoring though? Peter oh, snoring. Snoring. Morgan coughing. Yeah, oh, right. Coughing. Oh, <laughs> coughing. Remember my dick? What? So, Peter snoring. Yeah, you were, Peter you, was what, snoring. What did I say? What did What did you think I said? So, yeah, and it, uh, by the way, the way they humanize him is that they say that Luke had to sing himself to sleep every night. <laughs> yeah. Fucking what? Like, that was just a weird thing that they came. That was the quirk they came up with. You remember those scream masturbations? What? <laughs> <laughs> snoring. Sing. He's snoring. Sing. Yeah. S Peter, he snored. Peter snored, remember? Singing himself to sleep with a Christian lullaby. Amazing. Yeah. We need to do Bible-themed ASMR. We will make <laughs> a fortune. So, okay, yeah. So, I guess this bromance is in hand. And So, we cut to Mauritius reading, and the opening line of this scene is so goddamn perfect. He's it, uh, Mauritius is reading the book of Acts. He's like, this is boring and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. This is just a weird, like, preachy, long letter that hints at his, like, hey, it's fine. It's fine. It gets you. <laughs> what if I told you that it was part of a two-part series and there was a bunch of stories in the first part? <laughs> <And> the <laughs> second part was really just about one fucking guy. <laughs> They break into a redlining montage of him just like yeah. fixing the <laughs> paragraph slow. That would be some action. Yeah, we'll change no, your that pace. Was action. The most interesting thing that happened. But apparently they're super disappointed because they expected this to be a book all about how to use Paul's healing magic to cure sick daughters. But there's nothing useful in it because it's from the Bible. And terrible weight guy makes this amazing point. He's like, hey, just appeal to his arrogance. Like, he's a Christian and he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I guess I am the most Christian. And by the way, <laughs> that totally fucking works. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So now Mauritius and Paul are going to have a lovely stroll around the park together. <laughs> by the way, everyone in this movie wants to fuck Paul. I don't know why. But very clearly, everyone who interacts with Paul is like, I would totally suck your dick if the uh, if they turn the cameras a little to the left. It's amazing. It's like Mauritius is Paul's new stepdad. He's just like, so maybe you and me, you know, hang out. And Paul's like, whatever. And he's like, oh, come on, man. I don't, I don't want to move things too fast, but I'm a part of your life now, Paul. And, uh, you know. How about that getting whipped? Huh? That, Take that this hundred dollars. Please love me. <laughs> and yeah, so he, he does his little buddy, buddies talk for a little while. And then he's like, he kind of works it around. He's like, so are you uh, sure you don't have any magic healing powers? 
Okay. Bummer. You're the worst. Great tool, right? That would be a plot. <laughs> if you were just like, whoa, I'd be like, what? It's so cool. But no. I also no. love this line here, too. Mauritius is like, well, so I assume you got super rich from doing all this Christian stuff. And Paul's like, no, I'm crazy humble. I never take any money for anything. I get free room and board everywhere I go. And if you don't give it to me or expect me to do some raking or whatever, I'm going to write a bitchy letter about it that will survive for eternity in a little book. But I don't directly take any money as an in-kind <laughs> contribution here and there, maybe. But as my, my lawyer just gave her that money, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, it turns to screen. <laughs> I never take money, Joel. Joel, I never <laughs> take money. <laughs> also... This again, part of the terrible wisdom of this book. He's like, so wait, you do everything your God tells you to, and you have no money, you have no home, you're constantly tortured. You sound like a slave. And he's like, oh, I'm a slave, all right, a slave that's been set free. And Meritus is just like, so not a slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a slave, free slave. <laughs> Both actors roll their eyes at this point. Just like, oh my god, who wrote this? Fuck. Right. So eventually, though, he gets around to the point. And he's like, so look, can Jesus fix my daughter or not? And Paul's like, maybe, maybe not. Our God is entirely useless to living people. Uh, but maybe Luke can help her. He's a doctor after all. But of course, he's like, ooh, Christian doctor, gross. No, ooh. No, I piss ew. off the gods. My gods are very bitchy. And if I invite people without telling them, <laughs> they get very silent treatment -y, and they kill my daughter. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for another great Luke and Paul chatting in prison scene. I shit you not. I and Paul goes. This is this is how the scene opens. Basically, Paul goes, "Hey, how come your gospel focuses so much more on the poor than the other ones?" And Luke's like, "Oh, that's so Lee Strobel can forgive the inconsistencies by saying that it was just a different emphasis. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It plays <laughs> out over me, a long it's, it's gonna crush it. time frame. <laughs> People are going to really believe that. And, and this is the amazing swing and miss, sin abounds, grace abounds moment. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, they set it up like, you know, like they're about to throw down the super crazy white wisdom right. line and Paul just goes, yes. <laughs> yeah, the camera slowly moves up to him from below and he goes, where sin abounds, grace abounds more. <laughs> what? Even the actor's like, I feel like. I feel like I could do better. <laughs> no, I, that's not what I said. Take it again. They, Take it, here we well, go. They'd, um, they'd fire me birthday. if I was just writing a uh, fortune cookie, wouldn't they? Uh, should we burn one. a child? This is getting really bad. <laughs> let's kill a kid. When was the last time we could, let's burn? It's, it's dark and oh well. It, boring. It, now we can't kill a kid exactly, but we could go back and look one at one B sick again for another yeah. scene. Maybe maybe in this scene they can argue about which God has cursed her. Right. Oh, and the evil uh, Roman doctor, he is completely out of ideas. Yeah, so right. Christian movies, no matter when they're set, medical practitioners have no fucking clue what to do. He's like, I don't know. Maybe try punching her. Just give her like a <laughs> right in, the, right in the chest, you know, knock something loose. Well, but his actual advice is, well, have you tried praying even harder than that, though? <laughs> so so he does. We get to like yeah. watch him do that. He's like, all right. Time to pray extra hard, man. I'm shitting. I'm shitting now. Does that help? God, I offer you shit, God. Is there a shit God? We have a lot of gods. We need a shit God. So, 
So yeah, so the doctor leaves and then his wife bitches at him for the daughter not being healthy yet. It's his fault this movie's moving so damn slow after all. <laughs> and their fight takes this weird right turn. She's like, you are you have displeased the gods and made us mad and the gods are angry and they're cursing our daughter. Also, I could have fucked so many dudes while you what were What was gone. that I about? <laughs> I could have fucked a team of orphans. A team. So many. <laughs> she, she literally does, though. Just like in the middle of this whole, you need to be harder on the Christians. That's why the gods have cursed our daughter thing. She's like, and oh, by the way, when you were on campaign, I wanted to fuck some dudes and they wanted to fuck me too. Team of Orphans, number five on my hall pass. Look, <laughs> Team of Orphans. I've been Orphan, faking it right? this whole time, by the way. You've never given me an orgasm. <laughs> and then he actually he actually starts to like grab her throat and she's like, no, do it. I like it. Maybe I'll finally come. Maybe you'll finally give me an orgasm. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Cuck. Very... <laughs> Very weird scene. Yeah, real weird. Very <laughs> so, upsetting. Meanwhile, back at Christian Hideout, they have swords. Something might happen. No, don't worry. Don't worry, guys. Okay. Don't worry. This is a rescue scene. The first in cinema where there is a prison breakout scene where the prisoner's like, nah. No, it's, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, that's all right. I, do, I get why you would think I wouldn't want to be in prison. Yeah, so they, all of the Cassius and all his guys, they they grab swords and then they do the old, you know, the old run up and stab the guard routine. Classic. They never see that coming when you just run straight at him and scream and stab him with a sword. I'm stabbing you. I'm stabbing you. <laughs> so they go in minimal action, by the way. They, we, get, we see him stab one dude. That's it. And then they go to get Paul and Luke and they're like, no, no, go back out and knock. <laughs> And when you come back, still going to be no, 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 <laughs> not going to idiot. You're going to get executed tomorrow. We're breaking you out. And he's like, don't mansplain to me. I'm not I'm getting it's like, it's like the princess giving Mario a speech right after he knocks Bowser into a river of lava. Like, no, wow. Okay, can violence. we just go? That's great. Now we have a, now we have a no. tradition of violence. All right. Well, no, I'm not saying violence is good. I just feel like he's coming right after us. It's going to be, when you go now, you can tell me oh, later okay. about. So it's preventative violence? Great. Well, okay, no, it's, uh, I feel like we're, we're really getting I'm writing a really great of... takedown of you in Salon Magazine right now. I just want you to know that. <laughs> All right. So then Mauritius shows up at the prison and he is so pissed about all the dead guards and shit. Now, this scene exists primarily so they can wedge the die for a lie argument in. <laughs> right? Because he's like, why are you so willing to die? And he's like, because it's the truth. Otherwise, it would make no sense historically for me to die for this. Now, would it? I was like, <laughs> right. but Paul had a dream while he was in a seizure. He can't attest to the truth of anything. Right. And he's right? like, also, one of my guards just died. Like, it's not people die for lies. All that my guards <laughs> died in this movie. So... What if I died right now because I believe in Rome so much? Is that is Rome true? And he's just yeah, like, right. don't you're over. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> no, we're moving on. Now we're going to talk about the God-shaped hole in Rome's heart. <laughs> Which they literally do. Uh, yeah, anyway. Okay, so now they're going to go kill Luke. Paul's very unhappy about the Luke killing. Uh, then we have to get more Paul dream flashbacks about the little kids he killed. But luckily, when he wakes up from this one, he prays, which means that the movie's at least allowed to end. Someone has prayed now. Yeah. Right? 
Oh, and by the way, in case you're wondering, Aquilo and Priscilla are still locked in that do we go or stay? <laughs> you ever get the feeling that you wanted to go? But still, yeah, that's still going on. Exact same argument. He's like, hey, so there's literally a team of Roman soldiers outside right now. You, you can hear them saying, open the door. We're going to torture and kill you. Maybe we leave? No. No. Still staying. No. Finishing I, my coffee. <laughs> I can't imagine who enjoyed this movie at this point it was just like my ass hurts whose ass doesn't hurt raise your hand if your ass hurts oh Jesus. if we had just gotten everybody to start talking there would have been so much less noise in this movie theater <laughs> at this point there was a joust going on the guy with the canes and the woman with the wrapping paper were just running at each other in slow motion people walked into the movie at this point and they were like moving pictures huh sit right next to Noah <laughs> so all right, so now we cut to Luke, but this time he's in a different prison with different Christians. So it's a totally different scene. This scene is amazing. <laughs> right, so these people are all waiting to get killed in the Colosseum. And Which won't be built for another 20 years, by the way. Right, exactly. They're get, The circuses, right? They, they're, yeah. they, they're like the Colosseum Circus. Circus Oh, no, I'm pretty sure they think the Colosseum exists based on right. their last scene. So one of the Christians is like, hey, uh, what actually is going to happen to us? And he's like, oh, um, they're going to feed you to bears and lions and stuff. Have you guys heard the Dan Carlin episode? It's really, it's long, but <laughs> it's really worth it. And everyone in the room freaks out and it's fucking hilarious. Because you you expect them all to be like, doo -doo -doo, I die for my Lord. But instead they're just like, <laughs> no, it's like, and, no, and it's like, it's no. like, guys, have you not seen the streetlights? What did the <laughs> what, what did you think was going to happen? Are you going to get probation? Of fucking course, that's the whole plot of the movie. And also, by the way, the way this scene starts is basically with one character turning to Luke, going like, "So you're the main character. What's going on now?" That's how lazily written this fucking thing is. But but Luke's like, "Don't worry, guys. Death will be super super awesome. Uh, every let's all pray together." Yeah, and he says, like, look, it's going to hurt for us. It's like a shot. It's going to hurt for a second. <laughs> then we're all going to be in heaven. And th there's this amazing moment. If you go and see this movie or you see this scene, as he's describing it, one of the extras did not get the, we all get calmed down by loose words. <laughs> yes. Metal. So they're in the back <laughs> corner still, like, having a panic attack. So the entire time he's giving this speech, there's just one guy who's like, fuck. Fuck! No! No! All right, I'll kill you, and then you kill me. Snap my neck! <laughs> Shitting in my hand. So, and also, I love this moment because they have all of them pray, but then they start interspersing them praying with the with Mauritius praying, right? Doing his Roman duck sacrifices and shit. And we're supposed to be looking at only one of those and thinking, well, that's a waste of time. <laughs> that's not how you magically influence the fate of the universe. That's just silly. <sighs> anyway, so, okay. Meanwhile, the daughter is even more dying now. Right. So he gets Luke. Yeah, he's, is... he's finally desperate enough to let a Christian work on his daughter. Right. The thing that happens in this movie is, okay, you can go be a doctor. Yep. And he comes in and he's like, okay, I'm going to need to stab your daughter in the back with a knife. And Marissa's like, yeah, whatever shuts her up, dude. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Uh, how about it? And then, and then he asks for a pen and paper to write down his, like, secret 
magical items that he needs from his yeah, lair. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. But I wanted him to like just hold up the paper and be like, I stabbed your daughter, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. <laughs> you could just sign this and say that I stabbed your daughter. I'm going to brag about it. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, but instead he's like, uh, you know, the, go to the Christian hideout and, and get these items that can only be got at the Christian hideout where they keep all the medical supplies. That I haven't been helping anyone with until this moment. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. This Roman dad is accidentally the protagonist, right? Like if one guy... <laughs> is a Christian doctor who's been withholding magical cures for cancer and the other guy is just like trying to get him to finally share that with the Roman Empire. The Christian doctor is the bad guy, right? Yeah, Even I would if he think. helps now, bad guy. <laughs> Still, yeah. All right, so Mercius goes to the hideout with his Walgreens list and knocks like a fucking cop. And he comes <laughs> in and it's it's so awkward because he comes in, he's like, hi, uh, and I'm not going to murder any of you now. Not, I mean, later, who knows? But anyway, do you have any antibia, antibiotics? <laughs> and, and he's in a panic here. I mean, obviously, his daughter's dying, so he's screaming. He's like, I'm looking for Aquila and Priscilla. Aquila and Priscilla. And it's the best, because the silly rhyme really undermines <laughs> yes. angry yelling for anybody. Like, like that would break like Hitler's momentum during a Nazi speech. You'd just be like, <laughs> I said, mine Oh, come. so Jews control the news. Oh, sorry, that's dumb. Mine comes, dine young, like Dr. Stupid. Seuss. <laughs> but seriously, he did not like Japanese people. I don't know if you guys, don't Google it. <laughs> Everyone, it's a purity test. I don't want to get into so, it. <laughs> No more rhyming in my speech. All right. <laughs> All right. But they, um, the Christians decided to help because Jesus. Uh, meanwhile, a bunch of Christians are waiting at the gates of the Colosseum to get eaten by lions. Again, opens in ADCE. So they had to wait a long fucking time. I, I wanted it to open up and it's all under construction. It's just like, okay, who's ready for the tour? Oh, <laughs> okay. Who had a, we're all going to die. Fuck. Um, because those are all. Negated now, <laughs> or they run out and they like kung fu karate fight all the lions because they have Christian powers now. That'd be awesome. Yeah, right. Pick up the jawbone of an ass and go to town. That would be cool. <laughs> all right, but then we cut back to Luke uh, fixing the daughter. The daughter's a okay now. Not just a okay. She's jump out of bed and hug mom. Okay. Yeah, oh. like a Hobbit in Act Three. It's yeah. ridiculous. She's a different actress. It's like Sarah Chalk now. She's just like out of nowhere. She's like Roseanne's second, the other yeah. daughter. She might as well be a literal swan and just fly away at this point when they open the door on her. Well, I love too that this is supposed to be the happy ending, and I'm like, hooray! One of the nine children introduced in this movie didn't die. Now we're fine <laughs> with this. Also, it's science is what happened like right yeah. jesus equals science that's what, what happened in this movie and and that's what they're trying to sell right like like oh the romans were all pagan and stupid about it but then the christians came in there with all their reason and sound medical advice what no no i mean luke would still be trying to fucking balance her humors or something yeah i wanted meritus at the end to be like so do you take insurance luke would be like Ooh. And he's like, oh shit, this is gonna, I'm gonna feed you to a lion, man. This is not worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, then, then it would be okay. Those are the times it would be okay. Um, so yeah, so now it's time for another lovely stroll in the garden because this movie's not over yet. Ugh, and more terrible wisdom, right? This is the big <sighs> conversion moment of the Roman guy. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, so now that all the plots resolved, I mean, I guess if you have anything super wise to say, and he's like, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. So, <laughs> you know how when you try to lift up water, that's like life. Because it, and then, but when, but heaven is the ocean. He's uh, he's a state of matter away from saying like sands in an hourglass. These are the days of our lives. <laughs> okay, don't start the metaphor if you don't have. If you don't know you have it. You tried to do the water thing. Thought I could roll into it, and you'd be like, "What? Did you just come up with that now?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I came up with it now." But now it's just you're the water is the thing though. If so if, if right. your life is like slipping into the but the ocean I'll scoop you. Hold on, like, heaven takes the shape. No. Now fuck. Uh, it, heaven heaven has though? tides. The tides. Water. Heaven's tides fish. are increased okay. if you get further <laughs> from the equator. So yeah, and then Mauritius turns to him after that brilliant analogy and he goes, okay, okay, but what if this was a movie and I wasn't yet convinced that Christianity <laughs> is the one true religion? What would you say then? And to which Paul says, look inside yourself and you'll yeah, that's all I've got. <laughs> Literally, he's just like, whatever. I don't care. I'm not. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> My whole thing, but like, whatever, man. It's up yeah. to you. The Roman guy's like, yeah, I still don't believe in your Jesus. So that nothing you said worked. And he's like, okay, well, I wasn't trying to convince you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the, movie, the movie literally calls scrimmage. The, yes. the movie, movie Bush v. Gord itself. It's not, debate. it's not a debate. I'm just asking questions. I was just, no. I was just yeah. So. So, Paul I might as well, yeah, might as well step out of the screen and be like, not for you, Heath. Not for you. This was, <laughs> you do not count. Also, by the way, apparently the douchey backhanded I'll pray for you thing goes all the way back to the beginning because that's how Paul closes this off. He's like, well, what if I don't want to be a Christian? He's like, well, then I'll pray for you. Boom, motherfucker, <laughs> drop the mic. And then Luke shows up so that we can get, you know, our, our follow up to the second bromance of the film. And he does the screamy like he's just like, oh, Luke, you're alive. And he's like, yeah, but you know who's not? All those people I was with last night. They're all dead. <laughs> Woo! Bad week for Luke. But but it's oh, burning. And then Gavrosh and the lady. <laughs> and ben, you are doing a bad job. Paul. <laughs> I don't like to give notes in uh, during a life, but you are bad at this. <laughs> And then, of course, they have to fucking wrap it up. So then, you know, Paul's like, I have to fart. And Luke's like, that's it. That's the ending. Brilliant. That was the most wisest thing ever. Great. Got it. Great. Good. And and then they're like, and so this is the end of the movie, huh? You know, like... We show them distributing the copies of the letter, and the characters might just be like, "Man, these uh, documents sure are legit and authentic. No, <laughs> no changes or additions have been made to these, right?" Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Two thousand years from now, these will still be word for word verbatim. Yeah, obviously. Steve, Steve, watch the handwriting. This is, this is a real letter. People might think it's a forgery later. Yeah. Get it right. <laughs> Also, there's this bit, I love this bit, where Paul's like, oh, and by the way, make sure you give Timothy this epistle that all biblical scholars will unanimously agree is a forgery well before this movie comes out. (laughs) Jesus. And oh, by the way, they're going to leave Rome now. That whole stay-go conflict was literally resolved off screen. Yeah, they're dead. (laughs) They left. The whole fucking movie was about that. And then they're like, no, yeah, no, we're just going to go now. The movie's over. I wanted him to have his I told you so moment be like, so you get that everybody else is 
get they got killed by lions, right? Like you get <laughs> yeah, what happened. All of those people are dead because you were being so bitchy about. Yeah, but is there going to be you any know, good I don't pizza like it when we, in Ephesus? When I change my I mind and then you make it seem like you want a debate, like can't you just agree? <laughs> you win a debate. I just want us to know for future when we oh for, for future I don't get an opinion. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> Sounds like what you're saying. You're so smart. You're so smart. Is that what you want? <laughs> that fine. is what I want. I am smart. You, I was smarter no, I was, than you this whole time. Get eaten by lions. That's Why can't I, like. I be smarter than you? So people have to be smarter sometimes. I'm taller than you too. <laughs> We're not the same height. We're not the same smartness. Then, it's, not, it's just not realistic to think that that would. <laughs> and then we get 44 closing lines in a row. All right, like this, this is the very end. They're like, he's saying the last bit of acts or whatever, but every line sounds like it's the wrong line and they play every one of them like it's the last line. And you're like, oh my God, the fucking French revolutionaries were no more ready to see a head get chopped off than I am to see Paul get beheaded in this goddamn moment. <laughs> uh, and he does. And we see him go to heaven and because he's been I, having flashbacks. I, so every- they, that's the fucking thing is that he dies and you're like, oh, it's over. Finally, the character's dead. But no, it's a Christian movie. So we have to follow him to goddamn heaven. And is he seeing the people that he murdered yep. when he yes, goes to heaven? Movie? He's been flashbacking to the people he murdered and they're all in heaven. That's awkward. No, (laughs) I wanted I wanted that conversation so badly for the little girl to just be like, cool. So you changed your mind after you killed me, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Too bad I didn't catch you on Thursday, right? Because Thursday you wouldn't have smushed my brain. (laughs) Anyways, so good to see you forever. Guess we're just what have you been doing? I'm dating a black guy now. Great. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not a fan. So. <laughs> Jesus. We're, then, we're, we're in this forever. He was not a fan, to be fair. <laughs> and then, of course, he looks up on the hill and who should be standing there? But Jesus. It's Jesus. He's there. And then the it, it comes up and it's go, it goes like, this film is dedicated to all who have been persecuted for their faith. So we made a Christian movie dedicated to people with different religions than Christianity, pretty much. Yeah, this <laughs> film is dedicated to Kim Davis. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. No penis cake, hashtag, the end. <laughs> Text someone you know, no penis cake. <laughs> um, also, I, and I have to point this out, okay, all the people in our theater, when the credits started, they 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 kept sitting there like they were expecting a Marvel style post credit <laughs> teaser for First Corinthians or something. My theater too. Really? <laughs> what day is it? Just the geriatrics? I guess. Yeah. I know. <laughs> they also unironically clapped with me at the end, which was fun. Mm. Oh, nice, nice. That's the best thing about going to a Christian movie with with Heath is watching him start the slow clap and all the Christians go, well, well now we have to clap. Otherwise right. we don't yeah. love oh, Jesus. They, they, Greg, do you think we could start a Jesus chant? Ah, yes. Yes. I guarantee Jesus. we could in Oklahoma fucking city. I bet we can. Oh, oh absolutely. No, we question. could start a USA chant. We could start an AR 15 chant. <laughs> guarantee it. KKK chant. <laughs> yeah, I think if right. we, if we transition the USA chant, like you say, you Okay, okay. We'll, get, we'll get everybody. We'll get Seth doing it just out of habit. <laughs> All right. So back to back, we just watched a, a story based on a shitty song about dancing for Jesus. 
and a story about a shitty book about dying for Jesus, this leads to the obvious conclusion that there's nothing too stupid or insignificant to be the literary basis for a Christian movie. So to close things off tonight, any guesses as to what source material Christian movies will stoop to next? Uh, I'm going to say uh, a documentary about the quality control guy at the factory for the communion crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the assembly line. Uh, an especially difficult shit that Billy Graham took. Would have been better than this one. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for our review of Paul Apostle of Christ. That's not going to do it for the episode ah. just yet. Because we still need to get you fired up for next week. Eli, you've been waiting for years to say it, bro. What's on deck? God's not dead three. <laughs> I am so excited about this one. We're watching the preview. Oh. And before this, before Paul the Apostle of Christ, and at one point they turn, the reporter says, well, says to David A.R.A., well, how do you define truth? What is truth to you? And he goes, to me, truth is a person. It's a person. No, nope. and Eli's just like no, no. That's, that's a hard way to get that question wrong. You're <laughs> Do you want to try that again? Yes. Truth is uh, three pounds of wet flour. God, I keep. This is something so vague. I could just say any. Say something vague for me. Hat. hat. Truth hat. is a metaphor. No. No. Closer. Oh, Much better, but we're, yeah, no. yeah, and it's finally coming, damn it, it's finally coming. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 136 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful, and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us done by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawful movies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm no illusions. Promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. The enormous man who fell asleep in my row woke up and fell on his face at the end when everybody started clapping. <laughs> it was pretty funny. The lady to my left eventually did get into her Twizzlers. <laughs> the lady to my right never did stop tearing that paper. She's still there. She's still <laughs> tearing it now. Tearing the paper into strips. <laughs> <laughs>
And if you have pattern sure. baldness on your dick, everything's taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> Peter has interesting stuff. Too. Right. Like he has the what fucking wreck, the, the, the shipwreck and shit. Things yeah. happen. And maybe they, that's what, he probably got rejected for thing. <laughs> yeah, had, right, right. No, no nothing, nothing happens. happens. No, Peter. What did we say? <laughs> The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.